sunshine in. This week I thought we'd take a trip down memory lane. You remember sunshine, although it's quite difficult after the dark, dank and dismal week we've just had. Oh, you were on holiday. Oh, well, there's always next year. This is Anthony Day and welcome to the Sustainable Futures Show. Sunshine has been making the headlines this week with Hillary Clinton, contender for the Democratic nomination, talking about her plans to install solar panels across the United States. Half a billion of them. Enough to power every home in the United States by 2027. Unsurprisingly, there has been reaction and criticism from both sides. On the denialist Republican right, we have Ted Cruz proudly announcing in May that he had just come from New Hampshire, where there was ice and snow everywhere, so there can't be any global warming. Donald Trump won't call it climate change, I call it weather. Jeb Bush says, I'm a sceptic, I'm not a scientist. You don't have to be a scientist to accept scientific evidence, responds Hillary. Climate change is real and we must act. She said her plan would incentivise investment in renewables by increasing the number of government grants for clean energy, extending federal clean energy tax incentives and expanding renewable energy on public lands. Unlike Barack Obama, who aims to cut US carbon emissions by 2% per annum, she's aiming at 3%. But her rival for the Democratic nomination, Martin O'Malley, is aiming for 10%, which means the United States would be totally powered by renewable energy by 2050. It's just plain silly, said James Hansen, talking about Hillary Clinton's plan. He's a climate change researcher who headed NASA's Goddard Institute for Space Studies for over 30 years. No, you cannot solve the problem without a fundamental change, and that means you have to make the price of fossil fuels honest. Subsidising solar panels is not going to solve the problem. Last Thursday, Hansen, along with 16 prominent climate change scientists, published a discussion paper in the journal Atmospheric Chemistry and Physics, where it will be publicly peer-reviewed. The paper suggests that previous models for climate change are too conservative and that a sea level rise of several metres might swallow up our coasts in this century if governments fail to rapidly and substantially diminish fossil fuels emissions. The economic and social cost of losing functionality of all coastal cities is practically incalculable, the authors wrote. And so the debate goes on. But maybe we should be thankful that there is a debate. I've been talking about the dangers of climate change for years now. Suddenly it's mainstream. The debate, that is. There's still a long way to go to get some action. Of course, it could have been so different if we'd started years ago. Actually, some people did. Barack Obama had solar panels installed on the White House roof in 2010. But President Jimmy Carter 
at a solar heating system installed on the White House roof in June 1979. The system consisted of 32 panels that generated enough energy to provide hot water for the entire White House. Here is what Carter predicted at the dedication ceremony. In the year 2000, this solar water heater behind me will still be here, supplying cheap, efficient energy. A generation from now, this solar heater can either be a curiosity, a museum piece, an example of a road not taken, or it can be just a small part of one of the greatest and most exciting adventures ever undertaken by the American people. In 1986, President Reagan had the solar panels removed. They are now in various museums. A shorter episode this week. Well, it's holiday time. I hope you are away, have been away, or are going away. We will all return refreshed in September. That doesn't mean that the Sustainable Futures show will close down. Yes, there'll be another episode next week. And in fact, I've got an interview with James McKeamy of Podpoint about electric vehicles. Don't miss it. And after that, I'll strive to keep you up to date with the latest headlines on sustainability and sustainable business each and every week. A word about the Sustainable Best Practice Exchange. We planned to hold it in Harrogate on the 5th of November, but we found it clashed with a number of events, which meant we couldn't get the speakers and panellists we wanted. We've now rescheduled it for the 14th of April 2016, so please update your diary. And that's it. And I'm off. Electric vehicles next week, and if you're cutting yourself off from the world for a while, it will all still be online when you get back. I'm Anthony Day. This has been the Sustainable Futures Show. And that's all for now.